Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Over the next hour, you'll hear what's going on in the sports world from a Christian's perspective. Now, here's your host, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk. One hour of faith, family, and sports back in the saddle. Roman Gabriel III, your host, glad to have you with us. Get on board because we got a one hour of great faith, family, and sports as we always do. Follow us, of course, at AFR.net. Uh, over 150 stations, you can check it out right there at the website, one closest to you. Uh, but if you have a Droid or iPhone, you can do it at AFR Talk app. Remember, 706 uh, Central, 806 Eastern, uh, every Saturday night right here on American Family Radio. Also, you can follow us at Face Sports Programming Network. That's fspn.net, our website, official website. You can go there and check out all sorts of cool stuff. And uh, great to be back uh, in the saddle from Canton, Ohio. Uh, what a great week we had at the Pro Fo- Football Hall of Fame. I hope you joined us. And if you haven't, go back and listen to the podcast of that broadcast. We had a great time right there in Canton from the Hall of Fame. And um, as you guys know, uh, coming from a football background, being in a situation uh, where where you have a father who played 18 years and played, uh, I played as well and coached, um, it really was a bucket list situation. I really wanted to uh, have the opportunity to finally go there. I had thought about it many, many times, just never had the opportunity. So I want to thank David Baker, the CEO of uh, the Hall of Fame, for making us uh, making everything available to us and giving us an opportunity to bring you some up close and personal coverage of not only uh, all the inductees, but um, uh, an idea of what goes on there. If you want to take a look, uh, you can go to my Facebook page at Roman Gabriel 3 Fan Page. Uh, you can also go to my Twitter handle at Roman Gabriel 3 or Instagram at Roman Gabriel 3 and check out all the photos and videos from a great week in Canton. And uh, just want to congratulate our good friend, Coach Tony Dungy, uh, the first African-American coach uh Actually, the second African American coach to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, but the first one to win the Super Bowl, uh, and also uh, just an incredible man and strong Christian. And we got some huge news for you coming up uh, before football season that you're going to be really excited about. Um, and it is it is big news. Um, so uh, hold on to your hats on that. Um, it has something to do with a really cool television show. Uh, but again. If you want to check it out, go to Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR.net podcast page to check out uh, all the stuff. And, of course, our great producer, Adam, uh, gets that stuff up for us, does a great job of always uh, making sure that you've, uh, just in case you missed it on a Saturday night, you're here to join us. Uh, we've got a great guest coming in. Um, you know, we love to have uh, extreme people on the show. We love to have individual sport people, team sports, youth, people who cover sports and uh we got a guy who is a multiple uh, champion boxer coming in to see us tonight, Robert Guerrero, who will be with us. And uh, they call him the ghost. Uh, he's, held, uh, he's held some serious titles, the IBF featherweight title twice, the junior lightweight title. He's also a former WBA and WBO interim lightweight and WBC welterweight champion. So this is a guy who goes up and down the line, uh, five foot eight. So you know that uh, he's fast. Uh, so we're going to talk to him as he's got a big fight coming up uh, next weekend, August 27th in Anaheim, and uh, he'll be getting back after it in a very strong Christian man. So we're looking forward to having him in with us on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. 
Of course, if you've been watching the Olympics, uh, which I have, um, not as much as I'd like, but I've TiVo'd some and, and, and checked in. But, you know, what I really find amazing about the Summer Olympics is how popular and how many people watch swimming. Um, and it isn't just Michael Phelps. And, of course, Phelps came back for his fourth Olympics. And, um, you know, the last time around, people said he really didn't – he even said he didn't train that hard. He just kind of went on pure talent and, and ended up having an incredible Olympics. But this time back, um, had some experiences in his life. And uh, there's reports, and I've read them. I've put them up on my Facebook that Michael Phelps has received the Lord and is a Christian. And trying to confirm uh, those stories, but uh, the stories – uh, I put up on my Facebook page, it's pretty clear. A uh, good friend of his, Ray Lewis, linebacker of the Baltimore Ravens, and I can remember being in the Baltimore Ravens locker room when they won a Super Bowl years back where Michael Phelps was in there with them all. And uh, apparently uh, he's been a great influence on Michael Phelps, and Phelps has, as you know, been through a lot of tough things and made some poor decisions in his life. And uh, it's great to see that he's uh, thinking spiritually and, and made some changes, and it's obviously – uh, you know, we could see the peace, uh, you know, with with a child and wife and uh, being at the Olympics. He says this is his last one, but uh, what a tremendous performance for him. Um, inc- incredible. Five golds and a silver, and that silver was just by the wink of an eye that he didn't get, didn't get that. So, uh, you know, obviously cementing his name as the uh, most accomplished Olympian of all time and many of his teammates uh, and coaches and people around him. And, and as I watched the swimming, uh, say that you know he could easily come back in four years and and get it done. Uh, so uh, you know never rule it out. I mean one th- thing is great about swimming is that a guy like him can take a couple years off and then you get your body back in shape. But he says this is it. He says he's moving on. Uh, and good luck to him and and God bless him. Uh, boy is he given some memories to uh, uh, this country in uh, in dominating swimming for so many years and. Uh, then you have to give credit also on the women's side. Boy, they were dominant. And people are saying between the women and men that this is the greatest uh, swimming performance of any Olympics, and I would have to say yes. I mean, they just absolutely dominated. Katie Ledecky on the women's side, uh, four golds and a silver herself, setting multiple world records and dominating on the women's side. And, uh, of course, we won all the relays uh, you know, as well on the women's and men's sides, all six. Uh, so we dominated again there as well. So... Olympics looking good for the swimming team, and congratulations to them for great work. And uh, also checking out as track gets going, uh, checking out some track and field. Uh, but uh, so far, uh, you know, in Rio, Rio de Janeiro has been, uh, been better than what people prognosticated coming into the Olympics. There were all sorts of horrifying stories regarding the Zika virus, regarding the water down there, regarding safety. Um, but there, there is some news to give. Uh, there has been some trouble down there. Um, uh, we've had some Russian athletes that, uh, uh, that were caught for steroid use, which is something that they've uh, been notorious for in a lot of Olympic games. Uh, I think they went through the first week without any, uh, anybody testing positive, then had several athletes that tested positive. And I will say that some of those were uh, for cold medicine and a few other things, and it's amazing to me that the trainers and that the, those that are close to the Olympic athletes don't uh, screen more carefully every single thing before these people put anything in their body. I mean, you can only imagine a four-year Olympic training uh, only to get to the Olympics and to be disqualified for, for a substance that you didn't know, know you took or, or accidentally took. So uh, that's always a sad thing for Olympic athletes. 
you know, also golf for the first time in over 100 years. Um, congratulations to Justin Rose for winning the gold medal. He uh, edges out Hedrick Stenson, who had come off the uh, the Open Championship that was hot and uh, took him to the task. He finished with a silver. And Matt Kuchar for the United States, who was uh, in the running the last two rounds, finished with the bronze medal. So congratulations to Matt Kuchar. Uh, Bubba Watson finished eighth. Uh, Ricky Fowler, I think, was sixth. Um, so we had a good showing at the Olympics. Of course, uh, Rory McIlroy wasn't there. Jordan Spieth wasn't there. And um, uh, I know that they probably wish they would have gone now. I know Jordan Spieth was very contrasted between whether he wanted to uh, swim, uh, what a swim, whether he wanted to play golf uh, and go down there or not. Obviously, the Zika virus was a big concern uh, to a lot there. But so far, we haven't had any instances of that going on. Uh, did have some problems. You probably heard about the uh, Ryan Lochte and uh, two other Olympic swimmers were, uh, you know, out at night uh, after their Olympic swims and uh, were out at about 2 in the morning partying and having fun. And um, you probably heard about uh, the alleged robbery that uh, Ryan Lochte uh, said. And the, the Brazilian police have proven that he fabricated that story, that they got in a fight at a gas station at about 2 or 3 in the morning. And uh, Ryan Lochte and his uh, teammates, uh, that's a tough place. You don't want to make mistakes down in South America. Is uh, They're looking to press charges, so it's going to be interesting to see how that situation plays itself out. When we come back on Sold Out Sports Talk, we've got a great show for you. Talking boxing with Robert Guerrero when we come back on Sold Out Sports Talk. Hi, I'm Meredith Kirk, LPGA teaching professional in the Mrs. South Carolina 2014 you are listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Back on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio, 806 Eastern, 706 Central. You can join us at AFR.net streaming. Guests coming in with us, uh, you know, uh, there's nothing more exciting than a guy who's fast and can move and is a gladiator, and uh, that's who Robert Guerrero is. He's uh, won six world titles, and they call him the ghost, and I can only imagine why, because he's so fast and because he gets the job done. He's got a fight in Anaheim coming up uh, next week, next weekend, Saturday, August 27th, on Spike TV, and he's going to take on... David Peralta from Argentina, and uh, also you should know if you're pay-per-view that this guy's uh, been a part of some of the biggest pay-per-views since 1998 uh, in Oscar De La Hoya and what he was able to do. So Robert Guerrero with us on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Robert, how are you? All right. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Awesome, awesome. Great to be with you. And uh, I, w- I would assume since they call you the ghost, uh, that uh, your hands are pretty quick and that you can move pretty fast. Is that right? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, you can't hit what you can't see and uh, move my head pretty quick. Well, tell me about how you got that name. How'd that stick? I lo- you know, that's big for boxers, you know. you got to have that name. It's got to go with you. I like it. Yes, that M.O. you get. Um, I got it when I was a kid. Uh, I was nine years old boxing in the gym, and um, it was one of the first times I ever got in the ring and sparred. There was a, a trainer in there watching, and um, I was sparring a, a kid that he was training. And I would hit the kid and just move off to the side really fast and throw combination and move and throw combination. And 
the kid comes back and he's like, it's like he's a ghost. He's there. He's not. I can't hit him. And since then, they started calling me the ghost. It's stuck. And everybody's just, every time I got in the ring, hey, ghost, ghost. So uh, it's stuck ever since. And, um, you know, it's a cool name. Well, you've had the opportunity to fight at a lot of different levels, and that take that takes a toll can take a toll on your body, especially as you go forward in boxing. It's tough on the body. Tell me about tell me about how tough it is to win at so many different levels and to change weights and to move up and down the way you have and with the success that you've had. Um, you know, it is pretty tough. Uh, you know, moving up in weight classes. Uh, you know, getting in with bigger fighters, uh, guys that are heavier than you and harder harder hitters. So. Um, you know, it, it, it just comes down to, to preparing very well, preparing very well. But one of the biggest things is, is, you know, being at the height of boxing, uh, is the events, everything, you know, leading up to it, media, um, everything that comes with it. Uh, you know, that's one of the biggest struggles is, is staying focused and maintaining it and doing what you got to do with, with the whole circus of everything around you, um, you know, that's one of, one of the, it really is a, it really is a draining experience. So, uh, it, it's, uh, it's nice to be able to stay focused and stay grounded and stay on your game and be able to, to pull off big fights and be successful in them. We're with the six-time former world champion, Robert the Ghost Guerrero. He's going to take on David Peralta from Argentina on Spike TV. That'll be Saturday the 27th. And, you know, a lot of people out there have no idea uh, what goes on. They turn on the TV, Robert, and they take a look at, you know, guys get in the ring and they go, man, these guys are strong. They've got a lot of a lot of endurance, and uh, they seem to be in great shape. But very quickly, uh, give the regular fan or even the fan out there that's never really been involved in boxing except for watching a pay-per-view about what you go through coming up to a fight. I know you told me off the air that you your last day of sparring was here uh, tell tell us very quickly how you build up to be in the kind of shape and the mental condition that you need to be in to be in a world championship fight. Um, sure. I mean, we 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 start out. It's about a good eight week process of just intense training, um, three times a day. You get up and do your hour run. You do your boxing training. Then you do a conditioning at night, um, and, and just the mental training, the mental aspect of it uh, of just putting your body through a, a grueling process to be very well prepared to put your body through punishment, to be able to withstand a guy punching on your body and, and hitting you. Uh, it, it, it really is, it really is a, a tough process. And, um, you know, getting into the fight, uh, you're, you're prepared, you're ready to go, you're in shape, your body's uh, uh, ready for it to endure what, what, what's going to happen. But, the the tough process about it is getting ready for the fight. That's where your body takes a toll. Is, is the process of getting your body ready for for an actual fight. So yeah, I mean, it really is draining, and, and um, you know, it takes a lot of focus, a lot of a lot of rest, a lot of you know, staying prayed up, and and, and you know, putting cut first, and. and having them guide you through to, to make the right decisions to be ready and, and your training and everything else. Now, you were talking about praying through, and, you know, a lot of people would never equate being a Christian, being helping you be successful in boxing since you're trying to knock somebody's head off and they're trying to knock your head off. And 
as a former NFL player, I've been asked the question, you know, about, you know, how, how does God integrate himself into your everyday process and, and how does he help you if he does as a, as a professional athlete? So tell us about how that works for you and, 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 and how your spiritual mindset has to be in the ring. Um, you know, it works, it works out very well for me. Uh, I get that question all the time. How did, how does, you know, being a Christian and being in such a rough, tough, grueling sport. And I always go back to, Hey, you know what? God blessed me to, to have these type of talent. And I always look at, at my boxing career as, as a form of ministry. Um, every time I step into that ring, every time I do an interview, every time I'm on TV, you know, always talking about the Lord always giving him praise, you know, for the blessings he's blessed me with. And, and also, you know, every time I step into the ring, it, you know, got scripture on my shorts. I always put Acts 238 to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. Uh, I feel that if I want to get a message across to people in the, in, in the Lord's name, it's, it's, you know, whack them in the head with that. And, and there's no, I think there's no verse out there that is as straight forward as as can be and um you know it just it truly is it truly is a blessing to like i said be in the position that i'm in and be able to use my my sport and, and such a rough tough you know sport where it just you're pretty much putting your body through through the ringer and, and to be able to use it as a ministry with thousands and thousands and millions of people around the world watching you and all eyes are on you and to be able to praise the Lord, I, I think it's it's incredible and, and man, it just impacts a lot of people. We're talking to Robert the Ghost Guerrero. He's going to be taking on David Peralta from Argentina on Spike TV August 27th. Next Saturday, you'll get a chance to check that out. And uh, the Ghost is moving fast and hopefully he'll be fast enough next weekend. And you know, one of the things about boxing that's become, you know, always been prevalent, but even more now because you have to, you know, hype the pay-per-view and you have to get the viewers to you, um, it's changed so much to the boxing world in terms of social networking, in terms of all the PR you mentioned earlier. You know, there's a lot of trash talking that goes on in boxing. You know, you see a lot of trash talking before the fight, even, even you know, the whole psych-out thing before the fight begins. But I would assume that you're probably not much of a trash talker. That you kind of let the fist do the do the uh, talking. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I let I let uh, that ring generalship and getting in there and taking care of business do the talking. Uh, it's it's funny you say that. Um, you know, it, it last year 2015, I was the highest viewed fighter in boxing, and, and you have all these fighters who trash talk and 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 are out there and using as much social media, all the media is doing just corrupted stuff to, to keep their face out there and to just build themselves up. Um, they can't understand why I'm the highest viewed fighter when I do none of that. I, I take care of my family, put God first, go in the fight, do what I got to do, work hard, and they just don't understand it. And I tell them all the time, I go, you guys have the wrong recipe. The right recipe is put God first, and He'll provide for you, and that's what He does. He provides for me, and I'm the highest viewed fighter out there, and they, they just can't understand it. And I, I just tell them all the time, "Hey, you know, it's it's what God provides for me. You know, I put Him first, and I exalt Him every time I fight, and you know, He He's the provider." 
couple of minutes left with Robert the Ghost Guerrero. He's going to fight in Anaheim. Uh, looking forward to it on Spike TV. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was family, and your wife Casey was diagnosed with leukemia back in October 2007, and you were talking about before we came on about the ups and downs and about what you have to go through. Tell me about how that experience changed for both of your lives. Uh, that it, that experience was it was it was rough. It was a rough experience. Uh, she had to undergo the bone marrow transplant, and um, that's probably one of the toughest things that I had to see and and watch. I always go back to they go, oh, how was that? I go, man, it makes boxing look like you're going to Disneyland and having a good time. Just every everything they go through, the side effects and everything. Um, I mean, it's incredible to see how far she came and, and um, you know, the blessings that, that she's been blessed with to, to be able to overcome and, and be healthy and and cancer-free. I mean, it, it just, it, it's incredible. But it, it is a rough process, and um, but we've always had that faith and, and, you know, put everything in God's hands and let, let God take its course and, and, and heal it. And, and it it all works out. Robert, the Ghost Guerrero, final moments. About 30 seconds, Robert. Uh, t- t- tell me about your overall goals after boxing, what you want to do. Uh, my overall goal in boxing, I, I tell people this all the time, they, they think boxing is, is, you know, what it was about, and, and it was really big. Uh, I, I think boxing is just a stepping stone to get where I need to be in, in the ministry, and um you know, to go out and be able to spread that word. It already started being able to spread the word in front of millions of people and, and, and talk to the Lord. So I really feel that after boxing, it's going to it's gonna come down to, uh, you know, that calling on God just pulling me, pulling me towards the ministry. Robert the Ghost Guerrero with us. He's going to take on David Peralta next Saturday night, August 27th on Spike TV, the six-time world champion looking to get after it and. uh Robert, we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your busy training schedule to get ready for this fight. And uh, how do people how do people follow you very quickly if they want to? Uh, you could you could follow me on uh, on Facebook on Ghost Fans or on on uh, what is it Instagram? You could call it it's uh, Ghost Boxing. Robert, appreciate you coming in. Good luck in the fight, my friend. God bless you. I look forward to talking to you soon. Hold on the line. Thanks very much back with more on sold out sports talk on afr talk hi i'm lavar fisher former nc state linebacker and nfl player you're listening to sold out sports talk radio with roman gabriel the third Oh, yeah, back in the ring, sort of speak, on sold-out sports talk on AFR. What a great time with Robert the Ghost Guerrero. Um, you know, one of the things about boxing that's so exciting is, is that, that a lot of times, most of the time, you know, when you think about Sugar Ray Leonard and you think about uh, Oscar De La Hoya and you go back to Thomas Hitman Hearns and, of course, all these guys, you got the, the, the nicknames, but it's it's been the lightweight guys that have provided the most consistent excitement in boxing, and I think really keep boxing going. 
Um, back when I was growing up, you know, it was the heavyweight division. You know, Muhammad Ali, of course, created so much excitement, and, you know, he understood how to get a crowd. He understood how to control a crowd, and he understood how to promote a fight. Um, you know, guys like Joe Frazier, uh, you know, Ken Norton, George Foreman. Um, you can go down the line, but, um, you know, Holmes was, was huge as well. Uh, but really, the heavyweights haven't, haven't been the marquee uh, fighter. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see the six-time champion, uh, Robert the Ghost Guerrero. Make sure you tune in. It's Spike TV next Saturday, August the 27th. He's fighting David Peralta. And uh, really cool to hear his story about how he integrates um, his spiritual life into his boxing, along with the great mental and physical conditioning. You know, I find, um, you know, I think I think uh, Michael Phelps is a perfect example. Um, everybody said the same thing watching this year's Olympics. Man, he seems to be at peace. Man, he seems to have a smile on his face. He seems to have joy. He seems to be enjoying himself. It seems to be a, a great experience for him. He seems to be taking a leadership role with all the young guys. And you know what happens when you meet the Lord? And when he becomes first in your life is uh, you want to work harder. Um, and you're already working hard, but you're doing it for a different purpose, and that's to glorify God. And then what happens is is that unselfishness takes over uh, because you want to please others, you want to help others, you want to be an example with your platform to others. And uh, Robert Guerrero is a perfect example of that uh, through his story of his wife's leukemia and through his battles to get where he is. And, uh, you know, one of the things we didn't talk about was is that he also tried to be an Olympian and missed it by one fight. Um, he actually had the opportunity and came up just a little bit short. Um, and, of course, a lot of boxers would, would love to do that, but he turned pro before the next Olympics, so he really never got the opportunity to fight in the Olympics. So uh, everybody has a different track. Everybody has a different story, and you get the idea that this guy – has been proving himself over and over and over again in so many different uh, different weight classes. Uh, so it'll be really interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing him fight next week on Spike TV, and that uh, you can look at your listings of your Direct TV or if you're cable or, or whatever uh, for next Saturday night. And uh, if you miss this interview and you have a son or a daughter or, or you have friends that love boxing, uh, make sure you go to our podcast page at American Family Radio. That's AFR.net. Go to podcast page, Sold Out Sports Talk. And uh, the good news is you can hear it without commercial breaks. Not that the commercials on American Family Radio aren't great, but uh, if you're in a hurry, about 38 minutes, you can finish the show and get on with your business, whether that's uh, spending time with your kids on whatever sport they're playing or whether that's going to a play or a movie or maybe that's date night with your wife or whatever it is that you're doing, uh, you can enjoy time together but still take a look you know one of the things that i love is because i travel a lot and i'm in a car a whole bunch um, download on your droid smartphone or on your iphone apple product or ipad go ahead and download the afr talk app it's free and then you can listen to american family radio including this show all the shows seven days a week 24 hours a day and uh, have those available to you and of course we're thankful to american family uh, for everything that they do in supporting Sold Out and supporting our programs. Of course, you can go to our official website at Faith Sports Program Network. That's fspn.net. If you're interested in our school program, uh, which, by the way, will be starting here in about two weeks, very excited about our fifth year serving over a quarter million students in junior high and high school in three states and growing. And we're so appreciative of your support. And, uh, by the way, if you want to support us very quickly, you can go to 
soldouttv.com, our website. Go to the uh, donate page, and, and you can do it easily and safely on your credit card or PayPal, whatever way you want to do it. If you want to send a check to us, the old-fashioned way, Sold Out Youth Ministries, and that's at 215 Boone, B-O-O-N-E, Heights Drive, Suite 304, Boone, North Carolina, 28607. Or if you want to email us, you can do it at soldouttv at gmail.com. And thank you so much. So many times uh, this audience has come through to help us out, and we appreciate it since we raise 100% of our support. And with our mission being to reach youth and family using sports, entertainment, and music to make a difference in the lives of people for the Lord, as well as give them an opportunity to reach their full potential. And um, the ghost, Robert Guerrero, a boxer, was talking about that last segment about you know, just the importance of, of, go, of going for it and of preparing yourself and of being ready and then putting it in the Lord's hands and, and uh, giving it to him. And that's what's so great about being a Christian is the opportunity to use our talents and abilities that have been given so freely by God uh, and have the opportunity to work our very hardest and then do it for him. And there's no greater uh, glory than that. And, you know, one of the stories that came from the Hall of Fame and covering Coach Tony Dungy and his induction, um, you know, as much as I love pro football, and obviously it's given me and my family a life in and, and so many ways, um, sometimes in America being the most popular sport in, in the United States, people can go overboard in terms of elevating people, which is a danger in anything that we do. But in our country, elevating people can happen very easily, especially uh, especially if you're famous. And, um, you know, one of the things that I realized while I was at the Hall of Fame um, was we basically spent a week, and, and very deservingly, there's only 303 guys in the Hall of Fame, and these are guys that have worked very hard to become great and to get that incredible acknowledgement at the end of their career, uh, to put that gold jacket on, to get that incredible blue diamond ring that they, that they get for being a Hall of Famer, uh, and, and, of course, having your bust, you know, uh, molded of your head to go in the Hall of Fame for, for life. Uh, and then coming out and receiving those things in front of a huge crowd in Canton as well as in front of a huge television crowd. And what I noticed was is that people were crazy nuts at this thing like they are for any of their football heroes. Um, but Tony Dungy really had a breath of fresh air. And, and I'll say that, too, for Kevin Green from the picture of Steelers who went in. Uh, as as well as for Orlando Pace um, and the others, uh, Brett Favre even, that gave credit to God. But Coach Dungy's speech was so incredible because the whole speech, you know, was deflected off of himself. He never took the credit, just like he did during his incredible career uh, with the head coach of the Colts. But many people don't realize he started out as a world champion defensive back for the Pittsburgh Steelers coming out of a small town in western Michigan, undrafted and ends up playing for one of the great teams of all time, then coaching for Ch Chuck Knoll at Pittsburgh for 10 years, then going on to uh, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, then a head coach at Tampa Bay, and then at Indianapolis, uh, uh, resulting in a world championship, which those Colts are celebrating this year, their 10th anniversary of that Super Bowl Forty One. Uh, Super Bowl championship. So it was so cool to see all of Coach Dundee's former players, many from the Bucks, many from the Steelers, um, almost the whole team, it seemed like, from the Indianapolis Colts. And just giving credit to God, giving credit to his players, and 
And uh, he said the same thing he said in the locker room 10 years ago when I was with him when he was the first African-American to win the Super Bowl championship as a coach. He said, you know, this is a great experience. You know, obviously I'm elated, but it isn't the biggest thing in the world. And he said the same thing about the Hall of Fame. As, as great an honor as this is, uh, it still doesn't mean much unless you live your life, uh, you know, to God first. And I just give God all the glory for the opportunity to be inducted with all of these incredible athletes and coaches at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So um, it was a tremendous experience, and we had the opportunity to document the whole week through our FSPN team. Um, that is part of the big news. Um, we are going to be uh, – well, I'm just going to give you part of it because there, there's, a, there's a bunch of stuff that we're going to be announcing for this football season, especially for Super Bowl 51 in Houston. Um, but we are going to re-release our film that we put out 10 years ago called Sold Out – uh, Faith, Family, and Football, Coach Tony Dungy, and where we traveled and where we uh, basically had a six-month process with Coach Dungy, including following him all during Super Bowl 41 week. Many of you in American Family probably remember the DVD because it was sold at AFR.net. Uh, many of you took advantage of that film. Uh, but we, uh, through, through so many good people with Coach Dungy and Coach Dungy himself, um, had the opportunity to follow Coach Dungy for four days at the Hall of Fame proceedings. We've got it all on film, uh, just as we had, you know, uh, unique. Um, I've, and I found out many times since that Super Bowl that our locker room footage of Coach Dungy and that whole prayer sequence, and I'll put up uh, the link to that movie on my Facebook page at Roman Gabriel 3 if you want to take a look at it. But I'm very excited about the next chapter and re-releasing this film with this next chapter of Tony Dungy in the Hall of Fame. We're going to call it Sold Out HOF. So we're looking forward to releasing that here during football season. We'll let you know more about that. Hopefully uh, we'll give you an opportunity to get involved with it on AFR.net. Uh, but very exciting to bring you exclusive coverage behind the scenes of, of Coach Dungy's experience at the Hall of Fame. And, you know, that's why we started FSPN. We wanted to bring you places that fans don't get a chance to go. And the Hall of Fame is a place that I had never been till this time around. So we shared a lot of facts and figures, but more importantly about the stories of these guys and, of course, Coach Dungy at the Hall of Fame. So you get a bird's-eye view along with kind of a kind of a nostalgic look back to that Super Bowl forty-one win and um, the 10 years of coverage we've had with Coach Dungy that we're going to let people see for the first time on this uh, movie and DVD. So we're very excited about the opportunity to bring it to the public. And, of course, our faith-based audience here at American Family Radio, this, this guy is the ultimate faith-based guy, and he's, he's such an incredible example to so many people in the way he lives his life. So we're looking forward to that. And, and I'll put up some highlights for you. You can go to my Facebook page at Roman Gabriel 3, Instagram at Roman Gabriel 3, Twitter uh, at Roman Gabriel 3. Those are the handles. And, of course, our Vimeo page at Sold Out Students, our Sold Out TV. Uh, also on YouTube at Sold Out TV, we've got over 400 videos that you can catch. Uh, so we appreciate you and your support of Sold Out Youth Ministries and your support of us reaching the next generation of young people. Because if uh, we don't focus on that in helping the next generation of young people, then we're going to be in deep, deep, sorrowful trouble. And uh, it's something we need to address, and it's something we need to make sure that we do. And I know this audience, you're the best at doing it. So when we come back, we're going to finish this thing off. I'll have Roman on sports. We'll get you ready for your sports weekend right here on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio.
Hey, how you doing out there, everybody? This is Vince Papali from Invincible, and you're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with the original RG3, Roman Gabriel III. The Invincible One. And if you've never seen that movie with Vince Papali, the story of his life, the story of him going from the stands to uh, the roster of the Philadelphia Eagles, you need to check that out. Called Invincible. And uh, keep your eye open because in the uh, beginning of the movie, there's some film of my father actually in that because he did play with my dad for a couple of years when he started out uh, there in 1973. Dick Vermeil, of course, came in the following years when he did a tryout, an open tryout to anybody. At the time, people were laughing it off as a publicity stunt since uh, the Eagles weren't doing very well. And um, Vince Papali was the only one to come out of that tryout to get an opportunity to make the team, and he sure did. For three years, he served as a special teams ace on the Philadelphia Eagles and a wide receiver, backup wide receiver. And Vince has been a friend for a long time and doing some great things out there through his Invincible brand, telling people how they can use their God-given abilities and how they can do great things uh, through being invincible and living an invincible lifestyle. So check out the movie Invincible. Uh, speaking of football, a couple of weeks till regular season. Next week we'll get you uh, ready, and then the regular season will be rolling. Um, speaking of RG3, the other RG3, Robert Griffin III with the Cleveland Browns, threw a couple touchdowns the other day. Um, I haven't watched much preseason football, never been a huge preseason guy. But uh, we open up the season. On Sunday night on NBC with uh, the, our Carolina Panthers right down the road here in a rematch against the Denver Broncos. That'll be in Denver. And uh, our good friend uh, Lee Steinberg, who represents Paxton Lynch, who's fighting for the starting quarterback job in Denver now that Peyton Manning is retired. And we saw Peyton at the Hall of Fame in Kitten as he was there with many of his Colts teammates and others uh, to uh, see Coach Tony Dungy inducted him. You know, one of the other cool things about the Hall of Fame that I, I kind of passed over was that when you, uh, when an athlete gets in or a coach, uh, in this case, a coach brings all his players from all his teams that he coached and played with. So there were hundreds and hundreds of players from the NFL, some of the greatest players of all time at the Hall of Fame induction that Saturday night. And then, of course, Kevin Green played for the Steelers and the Rams, so there were Rams and Steelers there. Brett Favre for the Packers, so he had Packer teammates there. Uh, you had Indianapolis Colts from every generation there. Uh, you had Orlando Pace, so you had more Rams. Um, and then you had Ken Stabler, so you had some Oakland people there as well. Um, Kevin Green. So, you know, it was just so cool to see all these uh, former players hanging out and having fun. And they had a, a former player's lounge that I was hanging out at at the top of the stadium that, uh, you know, had food and the players could come up anytime they wanted. So got a chance to visit and see a lot of old friends and, it was just a great experience, and I can see why the Hall of Famers love coming back every year because the festivities start on um, on Thursday and last all the way through Sunday. So this year, obviously, they didn't have the game because it got called off because of a field problem, which uh, was a tough one for Green Bay and Indianapolis fans. But uh, hopefully they'll get that straightened out for next year. But I was very excited to see what CEO David Baker uh, is doing with the Hall of Fame and this half a billion dollar uh, 
facelift and improvement and, and going after the younger generation and making the Hall of Fame more interactive uh, youth football fields and recreational facilities. So they're hoping to, uh, in the next three to four years, to get that done. So it was very exciting to see the plans for the Hall of Fame and also to see the history of the Hall of Fame. And if you've never been there and you're a pro football fan, I know here in Boone, North Carolina, for me it was about an eight-hour drive, but it was so well worth it. Um, such an incredible experience. And the history and the facts and all the cool stuff, they have a new interactive uh, locker room scene uh, that's so cool that's hosted by Joe Namath in the Hall of Fame. And I thought that was one of the coolest things. And they got some other youth things that your kids will love. And Canton's a really cool city because when you come in there, uh, it's just a little town and you're driving through there and there's a school in a corner and houses and then suddenly you open up and there's the Hall of Fame right in the middle of this little town. So uh, Canton has a lot of charm, really a beautiful area and uh, great to meet some new friends out there and we're going to look forward to going back to the Hall of Fame again. Um, but uh, it should be it should be really interesting this football season and we'll get you ready for that. Uh, you fantasy people, I had a call from a friend of mine in California the other day that uh, she was looking to get help with her fantasy team. So we, we kind of did some strategy with her. And um, so you, I, people love the fantasy football. Uh, you know, I've never been into it, but um, there's a lot of people that are, and a lot, of, a lot of NFL players that play fantasy football. I know ESPN just had a big celebrity draft the other day. So always a lot of fun. To, it, gives you, it gives fans a different way to follow their favorite players. And even if your team's not very good, it gives you an opportunity to get excited and, and to enjoy it. So, a uh, lot of places to play fantasy football now. Uh, let's go to Roman on sports, get you ready for your sports weekend. I know you got a big one planned, but here's what you can watch if you just happen to be couch potatoing it. Watch a little potato chips, turkey sandwich, your favorite beverage, whatever you want to do. Uh, let's get you ready for that. This is Roman's Top Picks of the Week. All right. We talked about the Olympics going on and the fact that uh, many of our PGA golfers from America and from Europe before they start the FedEx Cup went down to the Olympics. And again, congratulations, Justin Rose with the gold, Hendrick Stenson, the open champion with the silver, uh, and uh, Matt Kuchar, American, gets the bronze medal. So uh, first American, you know, he, he can say that he, he won a medal at the Olympics because it hasn't happened over 100 years, and hopefully they'll bring it back. The Golf Channel uh, is covering... I think the final round was today uh, of women's golf, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, the course, credible history about how they built this course and about how they, they pulled it all together. So uh, the golf venue is uh, kind of different for uh, kind of different the Olympics, and guys like uh, Bubba Watson and uh, Ricky Fowler and others were having a great time at the Olympics, enjoying the experience. Even though Bubba finished eighth, he looked like he was having a great time. And if you want entertainment on Instagram, uh, Bubba would be the guy to follow because uh, he has a good time. He's very serious on the golf course but loves to have a good time with the fans on his Instagram, and he does some crazy, crazy stuff. Um, and, of course, Bubba loves the Lord and represents the Lord, uh, so it's great to see him having a good time uh, during his Olympic experience. Tournament time, August 18th, that's right. Uh, this weekend, Wyndham Championship going on right down the road here. we got so much sport that goes on right outside here in North Carolina, Raleigh and Charlotte. This one's in Greensboro, the Wyndham Championship, and it's the last chance last chance for uh, golfers to qualify for the FedEx Cup. Uh, defending champ was a guy who came back out of nowhere, Davis Love third last year, UNC Carolina Tar Heel guy uh, who won last year. Um, of course, FedEx Cup. 
starts out uh, at the Barclays in New York on August 25th on CBS. And, of course, I didn't tell you, but the Wyndham will be seen on CBS as well. Also, NASCAR going on as we get closer to the race for the chase uh, tonight. Uh, in fact, it's going on right now if you want to check the uh, second half of the race out. Uh, Bristol, night race for the Sprint Cup Series um, tonight on 8 p.m. NBCSN. And then coming up just in three weeks, Sunday, September 18th, we start the race for the chase at Chicagoland Speedway. And that will begin on NBC. Uh, right now, your standings with your drivers. Uh, let's see. Pulled up. IndyCar. Let's go for the drivers on the NASCAR tour. See what see what's going on NASCAR. And uh, let's see if we can pull it up. Standings. Here we go. All right. Here's your standings right now. NASCAR. Brad Kozlowski leads the way at number one with 727 points. Then close behind is Kyle Busch, your defending champion, Joe Gibbs Racing. And by the way, we saw Joe Gibbs went to an incredible game plan for life event where Tony Dungy and Joe Gibbs spoke to over a thousand men. Uh, at uh, the Hall of Fame complex the Wednesday before the game, and we've got film of that as well. So uh, really cool. Joe Gibbs does an incredible job with the game plan for life. And we also talked to our good friend, Ronaldo Wynn, former Washington Redskin, now with game plan for life. He executes all of Coach Gibbs' special speaking engagements for uh, family members and uh, for business people, and uh, whether it's a breakfast or a nighttime event. So just go to gameplanforlife.com to check that out. Then uh, Carl Edwards, Denny Hamlin, Matt Kenseth, and the final five, Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, Joey Logano, Martin Truex Jr. And the you get 12 going in, I believe, to the uh, – actually, this year is 16 going into the chase, not 12, I'm sorry. So uh, at number 11, Tony Stewart back, has a chance to get back in there after a tough year last year. Then it's Ryan Newman, Chase Elliott, Austin Dillon, Jamie McMurray, and Kyle Larson still with uh, a couple of weeks to go until – the race for the chase. We've also got preseason football for you guys that want to partake tonight going on. Carol, uh, let's see, that was earlier today. Carolina played uh, Tennessee. Going on right now, Baltimore at Indianapolis, Tampa at Jacksonville, New Orleans at Houston at 9 right now, starting San Francisco at Denver, and Kansas City at Los Angeles. I'm definitely going to take in the last two games, the Niners and Denver. want to watch Paxton Lynch from uh, Memphis University, uh, Kansas City at L.A., of course, the Los Angeles Rams. Hey, congratulations to the Rams. Moved back to L.A., had 90,000 in the Coliseum for their first preseason game last week. So incredible turnout. Um, I know I have a lot of friends on Facebook, Twitter, and social networking that are old Rams fans that contacted me. And we're still lobbying to get those white and blue Rams uniforms back. I talked to, uh, if you go to my Facebook page, at Roman Gabriel 3 fan page, my interview with Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, or if you go to our podcast page at AFR.net, Sold Out Sports Talk podcast, you can hear our Hall of Fame broadcast with my interview with Roger Goodell. And I asked him specifically about those Rams uniforms. Could get them as throwback uniforms this year. And I'm looking forward to going to the Coliseum to see a game again. It's been a long time since I played there in 83, and my dad played for many, many years. I want to thank my guest, Robert the Ghost Guerrero. Follow him on Spike next Saturday as he's boxing, getting ready to go. Enjoyed that. Thank you to our producer, Adam Suttoth, for such a great job as usual. Have a great sports weekend. God bless you. We'll see you, ne see you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk.
You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III on AFR Talk. Podcasts of this program are available at AFR.net. Thanks for listening, and join us again next week for Sold Out Sports Talk. No.